everyone, and welcome to We Blame Harry Styles, a podcast dedicated to the work of musician, model, actor, and icon Harry Styles, as well as his numerous talented collaborators. This week, we'll give a brief overview of the news before diving into a game of Would You Press the Button that includes user-submitted questions and a very special quiz I have designed for both Key and our listeners to take to figure out the answer to an extremely pressing question. Which bad We Blame Harry Styles opinion are you? (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Key has not seen the quiz yet, so we're going to have a journey today. We are. All right. My name is Key. And I'm Gray. And what do we blame Harry for this week? So the store third class supplied, as we know, the But Daddy I Love Him t-shirt that Harry likes to wear. So I saw today that third class has realized that a lot of uh, women who love women who are fans of Harry's are buying the But Daddy I Love Him shirt. So in recognition of their new audience, they have now developed a But Daddy I Love Her shirt in the same font, but in blue. So I definitely blame Harry Styles for that. Wow. I love that. Love Mm -hmm. that for them. What do you blame Harry for this week, Key? So in a roundabout way that I will shortly explain, I blame Harry for the couple hours that I spent today watching the best of Zayn Malik vocal compilations <laughs> on YouTube.com. <laughs> so, listen, when he's you're about to Harry become a directioner. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, okay. I when you're a fan of Harry, it is inevitable that either you're going to like staunchly separate yourself from the former members of One Direction. Or like, you know, you're immersed in the fandom, you, you you hear what other people are talking about, maybe sometimes things reach you. So this week, Harry's not been up to much, I had some time, and I got kind of into Zane, and I blame Harry for that. And honestly, thank you, Harry. But we shall revisit this topic later in the episode. Do you think that you're going to get into Liam next? I, I'm not going to comment on that. Um, I, I don't want. I don't want people coming for me. But um, yeah, I'll leave that silence in there, and uh, I'll just let <laughs> listeners come to our own their own conclusions. I mean, he doesn't make good music. <laughs> so you just said it. So, so you're just going for it. I but was going to just. He is kind of hot. Like. <laughs> <sighs> I just left in that artful silence, and that way listeners could come up with good opinions in their heads that they think we could have. And then you just, you just, you you threw the mystery out the window, and you gave your real opinions. And I just think that that's that, you know, I have that wasn't to, my vision, but that's fine. I have to be real. Like <laughs> he he is. We don't need to get into it. I don't have like an essay about him i just feel like hey key uh what about the news this week (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's let yeah let's let's transition this um and let us talk about the news from this week so not that much actually happened happened this week in terms of like you know things progressing in time but what did happen was we got some articles that came out that provided some greater context about things that have already happened So the first one that we're going to talk about um, is an interview that Harry's manager, Jeff Azoff, did um, in Music Week about Kid Harpoon, a.k.a. Thomas Hull, who produced Fine Line. And so um, I just I'm going to pull out a couple quotes from this interview that I thought were interesting. Um, You can go and read it if you like. We're going to include 
uh, links to all the articles that we're going to discuss in this news section in the description of this podcast. But yeah, so I, I, I thought it was really interesting that Jeff was talking about how his strategy for managing a producer is like when somebody has the talent that Kid Harpoon obviously has and like his career is kind of picking up, the strategy is instead of booking him for like a lot of things, they actually book him for less things and give him more time on each individual project. So I loved hearing that and it makes me very excited for um, Kid Harpoon's inevitable collaborations with Harry in the future. Yeah, I thought it was definitely very cool. And it's just nice to see Thomas Hall get his little day in the limelight because I think that Harry works with a lot of cool collaborators and it's nice to have them get recognition too. Um, It's also nice that this is part of the very close relationship that they have as collaborators with each other. Um, I'm sure that this makes uh, scheduling time with each other to work much easier. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. And that was another thing that I kind of wanted to mention that's part and parcel with this is that like Kid Harpoon being Jeff's literal only producer client and for him to work so well with Harry, like I, like I, ob- I obviously thought that they were going to continue working together. It, it seems like from their interactions on social media and stuff, they're very good friends. So that makes sense to me. But I also think like, I, I just think it's kind of a given at this point that we're going to see, you know, Kid Harpoon as kind of the master of production on Harry's work going forward, at least for a little while. And that's really exciting to me because <laughs> I... I just think his work on Fine Line is so good. And I think him and Harry work really well together. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah, he's crazy, crazy talented. Uh, I'm excited too. So do you want to talk about the GQ interview with um, directors Gabe and Ben next? Yeah. So the next article we're going to go into is an interview with the directors of the Treat People with Kindness music video. One quote that particularly jumped out at me that I think has been floating around the internet a lot since this article came out is um, this particular quote where one of the directors said, I know because we've worked with Harry for a long time, but the camera doesn't just love him. The camera wants to marry him and run off with him and probably never (laughs) come back. I thought it was such a good description of Harry. It, it is true. He's such a natural performer. And that is even, it's like such the case in person. Like you can tell from like watching live concert footage, but also it is the case when he's in front of a camera too. Like he really just comes alive in that environment. And and um, and yeah, it makes me very excited for Don't Worry Darling. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So next in Billboard, Paul Roberts did an interview uh, he's the choreographer. Yeah, he said another quote that was floating around that that I think everybody was loving. It's we got some great quotes this week about how what a charismatic <laughs> figure Harry is, and I always appreciate that and hearing that from his collaborators. Um, Paul Roberts said he's a bit of an alchemist, is Harry. Everything he turns, his hand turns to gold, which was just very perceptive and and very true. <laughs> and to hear that from somebody who has worked with him for such a long time, I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so how do you feel about, I know he was doing another project where choreography was involved. <laughs> yeah, so this is something that Paul Roberts kind of just said in there, and I'm so intrigued as to what that could possibly mean. People have been throwing out maybe Don't Worry Darling has some sort of dance scene in it, but I don't think he would have been preparing for that at that time. So what I want it to be is like a different music video for HS3, but who knows? What, who knows? what are you thinking? Um, well, I feel like my clowning for HS3 has been well documented, but I am hoping that this is for HS3 
We'll have to see what happens in March when the first single from HS3 drops. <laughs> oh, I love the confidence. <laughs> I, I said I was a clown. It wouldn't be the news section of this podcast if there wasn't at least some clowning. Some clowning. So how about Ben and Gabe Turner interviewing Music Week saying that uh, this is the cap to the fine line era? Yeah. So we had kind of talked about that. That's kind of what we said you know, at the end of our Cheap People with Kindness music video episode that we thought that this is the cap on the era and like what a good way to end it. So it's nice to have that confirmed. We'd love to move on and have HS3 soon, but you know, if we don't, it's fine, but. It's fine. We're fine. <laughs> I guess it's a cap to the news. So Key, tell me, do you think that Harry is going to direct his own music video based upon how they talked about him uh, looking at the monitors after they record? I, I think I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I mean, I don't know if we'll see it in the next era, but definitely at some point, this is something that I'm sure like, I don't know, I, I'm not, you know, the most educated person in like music video history ever. I'm sure that a lot of artists have directed their own videos, but I've definitely seen it a lot lately. Um, I, I'm thinking of Taylor Swift is like a prominent example where she has started directing like one of her music videos per cycle. Um, and so I could definitely see Harry doing that and wanting to do that because he is so involved in every aspect of the creative process. And yeah, I think that'd be interesting. I still love to see different directors' takes on it, and I think different directors bring such special things to the project, like mm-hmm. um, the director of the Adore You music video, that idea kind of springing from his own head. And so I still love seeing you know, those other collaborations, but I'd be very excited to see um, what Harry would do as a director in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with that, I think we're all out of news for the week. So now, Key, are you ready for a game of Would You Press the Button? I'm so ready. Okay. So we're going to intro this segment with an explanation of what Would You Press the Button is. So Would You Press the Button is a game where you get your greatest wish with a twist. So it's a monkey's paw type game. So, for example, you gain $1 million, but you can only spend it on candy. Would you press the button? So, Key, if you get, got a $1 million, but you could only spend it on candy, would you press the button? Can I sell the candy? <laughs> yes, you can sell the candy. Then, yeah, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't there get back a $1 million, but i get some money back. <laughs> there you go. Me. Mm-hmm. And you probably would eat some of the candy. Uh, so, yeah. So we did a call to our listeners, informing them on our Twitter account, our Tumblr account, etc. Please submit questions of would you press the button and we will select our favorites. In addition to the favorites that we have selected. Well, I say we. I selected them. He has not seen many of the user submitted questions. So I'm very excited to share them with him. But in addition to this, for the first time, most of them anyway, he will be hearing most of them for the first time. Uh, In addition, he has designed questions for me that I have not seen. Yeah, I just figured it'd be fun, you know, for both of us to kind of be surprised. So Mm -hmm. I have some, you know, from listeners that I haven't that I haven't seen a few I did see. And I have to say, you're all so funny. I'm so glad that we asked you. Um, for these and didn't just come up with all of them on our own. And then, yeah, I wanted to surprise Gray with some because, you know, I didn't want to be the only one to have some funny reactions in this episode. So I'm excited to share those as well. 
Okay. Yeah. Great. Like a lot of these are like so much funnier than what I would have come up with myself. So you guys really knocked it out of the park. Uh, okay. So key, would you press the button if Harry would send you every item he wears on stage, but you'd never be allowed into a show f- to see him wear them? Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> let me, let me make sure I understand this right. Harry would send me everything he wears on stage but you'd never be allowed into a show to see no i wouldn't do it no yeah i don't think so either but only because i've like never seen him on tour first the question so if you had seen him on tour before like if you got the experience to go once would you take this deal no i still wouldn't Mm-hmm. I I imagine myself going to Harry's shows for decades to come, and I'd love to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it is, it's like, look, I would love Harry's clothes. I ha- I'm on record as saying that I would love all of Harry's clothes, and I want his wardrobe so bad. But um, it's he's just so impressive live. It seems like again, neither of us have seen him. Yeah. I'm desperate. I'm desperate, I'm desperate to see him yeah. live. So that informs that question. And I'll say too, thank you, Jenny, who sent that one in. Most of these are from anonymous. But um, a few have their names in there. So thank you, Jenny. Yes, that was thank a good you, one. Jenny. What about you? So I would also say I would not press that button. Where am I supposed to wear all of his tour outfits? Like the grocery <laughs> store? I'm not Harris Reed. I don't have that energy. And I'm like, I, I don't have hairy proportions and I never will. I would drown in his pants and I would bulge in like, where, it's just no proportions. Well, I feel like you could rock it. it you might, yeah. It's hard because his height, you know, makes things difficult. But I feel like I'm, I'm imagining you in the Madison Square Garden white and black bell bottom look, and I just feel like you'd pull it off. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, I would look very cisgender in that look. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so would you press the button if Harry releases a nail polish set, but? They're all gross, pukey shades. <laughs> Who, I, you're, the imagination of the person that thought of that. Um, no, I wouldn't press it. Sorry. I just, I know people really are gunning for a hairy, hairy nail polish line. I'm also gunning for that. But I just, I just feel like people would, would it, would, it would just be a disaster online and people would be trying to say that it was good and so everybody would buy it anyway and then everybody would be walking around with pukey nails like i that's exactly what would happen and i just i just don't want that for everybody i i would press the button <laughs> i you would want get those pukey nails i would get Harry Styles pukey nails oh and i would God. wear them okay it depends it depends on like if it was quality polish, like if it's an ugly shade, but it's quality. It's polish, I think it'd be quality. Right. It would be quality. So like potentially he could make that shade of nail polish, like the in thing, like the shade of mint green nail polish that he got everybody to it. I'm like not a fan of that shade of mint green polish that he got everybody to wear. So like what are gross pukey shades to the person who submitted this? I don't know. Maybe it's a shade of nail polish that I really like. Like, I don't know. It's not. It's like that mix of yellow and green that's like oh. just gross. I have, okay, I have like this really awful shade of yellow that I bought so that I could have his golden manicure, even though his golden manicure is technically like sil- silver and like gold, but it's like a different angle. But I did the white and the yellow 
And I feel like nothing can be worse than the yellow shade that I chose for that because it was it was not very good quality. Anyway, yeah, so you so, already checked it off, so that's already one and done for you. So it's I nothing. yeah, so it's nothing. I would I would buy the Harry Styles pukey shades polish. <laughs> there you go, Harry's merge team. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay, so now I've done two. So give me one of yours, Key. Okay, so here we go. In five to ten years, oh. I'm I, I'm so I can't wait for this. Okay. okay, in five to ten years, One Direction gets back together, but it's just <laughs> Liam, Niall, and Louis, and Zayn and Harry do what we've always wanted, which is they collaborate and release a song at the same time that the rest <gasps> of One Direction reunites, which is my ultimate dream. Okay, like how sexy would that be? Okay, okay, but but the song is terrible. It doesn't work at all. Everybody hates it. It's like <laughs> Everybody is shooting on it all over the internet. It, it's like, it's a terrible song. Are you kidding me? I would I would thrive. I would thrive <laughs> in that situation. Are, are you kidding me? I would love the drama of that so much. I would love that awful song. You thrive on chaos. I knew oh you'd say Oh my God, yes. I thrive on the chaos. Like, okay, listen, like Taylor's reputation error is not good. But when Look What You Made Me Do came out, I listened to it like a lot. Like, Wait, that's like true. a stupid amount. Oh, I didn't um, think about that. I love that video. The song is terrible, but I thrive on that video. The song is not good. And yet when it would come on the radio at that point in time, I would be like, ah, oh, look what you made me do. <laughs> because like, it just has like the chaotic energy. Yeah, I feel like definitely like a Zayn and Harry collab could totally get like, I feel like it could go number one and then also get roasted by the internet at the exact same time. Oh yeah. my God, I would love it so much. Yes. Not only press the button, like how do we manifest this actively? <laughs> Cause, I cause, think I would also, but I, I'm more hesitant than you. I, I thrive on chaos less than you, as I think probably will become clear <laughs> as these questions continue. I, I would, that would devastate me. Like I would be, I get really bad secondhand embarrassment. Uh-huh. And so if they released a song that was like really bad, like I would feel terrible and it, it would be rough, but I, I would want to hear from them like the drama of that of like them like doing something together while the rest of 1D is like active like I would oh I God. want that so bad that yeah I would I would brave the secondhand embarrassment just to get Zayn and Harry interviews in five to ten years when this happens oh my God <laughs> which I know. Would never would but yeah. Here, here's my thing like there's no way that that collab could be good is the thing like I don't know you, I you and I, like I you good. and I definitely had a conversation earlier this week where we did we did contemplate whether or not it could be good. I'm firm in that it would be bad. They have very strong creative visions, both of which I like, that would like mix like ice cream and steak. Like it wouldn't it I think it'd be great. <laughs> I want you to add this to your bad opinions on We Bloom Harry Styles quiz because I think that it would be great and I think that Zayn has a beautiful voice and <laughs> Harry is incapable of releasing anything that's terrible. Mm. So, <laughs> I i mean, who knows? I could easily be proved wrong about that in the years to come. But <laughs> I, I feel like it could work. Well, I, I would like to see it is all that I could say. I would like to see it. So, yes. Are you a, are you a yes for would you press the button yeah, or no? I'm a yes. No, you I'd would. You would press the button. Yeah, I would. Okay. So, Harry releases three albums every year that top the Billboard Hot 100 and all win tons of Grammys, except he never makes public appearances ever again. Three albums a year? Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh my God. <laughs> and they all are award winning and amazing. See, I don't want, I don't want him to release three albums a year, but if they're all amazing, that's right. like so much really good music. I'm like, my brain is breaking thinking about that. <laughs> um, I, you never I don't, see I don't think I would. Yeah. I don't think I would. I don't think I would press it. I, I don't like I, as much as I want music from Harry, I really like how coherent all of his eras are and how yeah. they're all distinct from each other. So I think that, would be too much music for me i'm down for like one year of like taylor swift releases two albums in a year like i'm down for one mm -hmm. of those from harry but i couldn't do it every single year it's like i i need free time if you release three albums every <laughs> year like what what would happen to my free time <laughs> it would be gone and you wouldn't exactly. have time you wouldn't have time to properly hyper fixate on all of them it's true um <laughs> okay uh i would also choose no i would not press that button i like seeing him in public Okay, so this one. <laughs> Harry performs your favorite song of his at the Grammys, except he performs it as a duet with Ed Sheeran and his microphone <laughs> isn't working very well. So you can really only hear Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, listener, for sending this in. I don't this, know who that is. Oh my yeah. God. Wow. I would not press this button. <laughs> no. No, I don't want to hear the song Fine Line as performed by Ed Sheeran and Harry Styles as his sound comes in and out. I don't want it. I don't want it. I'd never get over it. I again I'd be very embarrassed, first of all, and I just I don't I don't want to hear Ed Sheeran's cover of the song Fine Line. I feel like I don't want it to taint the song for me. It reminds me of I saw him I don't know if I showed this to you. I saw Macklemore. He did a performance of Same Love where he filled in Miranda Lambert with Ed Sheeran, but they left all the pronouns oh the God. same, so they turned it heterosexual. <laughs> yeah, oh Ed God. Sheeran's up there. I don't hate, like, Ed Sheeran's not the worst, like. No, it was but just I, so funny. I don't, yeah, I don't love him, and I, that's, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, him, him saying it up there, like, she keeps me warm, I was like. All right. I just feel like That's that would insane. be I feel like that would be very similar energy to like him covering like I don't really want Ed Sheeran covering treat people with kindness. I feel oh, like no way. I don't I don't vibe with that. I don't I don't vibe with him covering Adore You. Like no. I I I don't hate him. I there are Ed Sheeran songs that I like. Uh I mean there was a girl who gave me like a mixtape with Ed Sheeran stuff like when he was kinda like an indie person. Like she gave me that for like a Christmas present. Like so I, I definitely know some good Ed Sheeran songs, but I don't think that this is my vibe. It does not pass the vibe check. No. Yeah, um, agreed. Okay, so we'll do one more and then we'll ask, ask you. Um, so Harry releases a new album tomorrow, except wow. your least favorite musician is featured on every track. And as much <laughs> as you love Harry, it doesn't sound good at all. Who's your, face <laughs> who's your least favorite musician? So I can imagine the album that's inside your brain. Oh, my God. That's like such a big question i don't have anyone specific that comes to mind i'm trying to think of somebody that i like really hate but i i mean it would be if we're like getting like not funny and like getting deep it would be like somebody terrible like somebody who's mm -hmm. like known to be like an awful immoral person but if it's like music i don't know i don't want to call anybody out of this question but i would not press the button i want hs3 to come soon but i don't want it to come mm -hmm. that soon that badly <laughs> i don't i don't need that Especially if the music's bad. You don't want HS3 featuring Justin Bieber on every track. I, I think I would die. Like, I think... <laughs> I think that might kill me. Like, I... 
I definitely would have to leave Stan Twitter. Yeah. I don't think that the believers would be very happy with that. Sometimes they try to fight me on there. That's a good, Justin Bieber's a good answer. I, w- I wouldn't say that, like, I don't know if I'd make the bold statement that Justin Bieber is like my most hated artist, but I haven't thought about it. And, you know, he's not somebody I like. So yeah, I just, I feel like, I feel like That's Justin Bieber could ruin a Harry Styles track. Oh, he totally could. Uh, okay. So I would also not press the button on that. I, I, I can wait a little bit. Uh, for HS3. So your turn. Okay. Okay. So it's it's actually kind of in the same vein as that last one. Okay. So HS3 comes out and every song on it is amazing. Like five times better than Fine Line, which is like impossible wow. for me to imagine. But it's like the it's like the album of the century. Oh wow. Okay. But the final track on it is a rap song <gasps> that Harry put a lot of effort into that he thinks is really good. But it's the worst song of all time. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, no! And he's like really earnest about it, and it's like a rap song, and he thinks it's good, but it's it's terrible. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no! I do not press that button. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, no. Mm-mm. What do you press that button? It, it's hard. I hyped it up when I originally wrote this. I, I I riffed on myself when I was saying it and I made it more tempting than I originally wrote it out. Originally I just said HS3 comes out and every song on it is amazing. But I really hyped it up. So if it was like if the rest of the album it was like the best music ever, it was like amazing, was so good, I, I'm tempted by that because I so, could just okay. not listen to the one song. It would be extremely embarrassing, but Like what kind of embarrassing is it though? Like it's just terrible rap and the lyrics are bad and the lyrics are really cringy. And the video is terrible, and it's like, like not the kind of ironic terrible. It's like really truly bad, and he thinks it's good. I just, I well, I yeah, I would not. <laughs> I, I think I, I wouldn't. I, I don't. I don't think that I could. I I already had to live through the Vogue discourse. I don't think that I would survive this. Like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, I don't think I would. I don't. I don't need that. I don't. Uh, no. Yeah. I don't think I could survive this. No. Yeah. As much as I want that really really good album, I. Yeah, I think that would. That, I also that'd don't. Be terrible. I don't feel like this is something that he would do. Oh, so. never. Yeah, never. <laughs> good. Uh, okay, so we both said no. <laughs> no, did you say yes? No, I said no. You said, I said no. no. Okay. I was a little tempted by little the tempted. amazing album, but no. In the okay. end, no. All right. So next one. Harry continues to be super successful, except he completely loses his fashion sense forever and also goes to the Met Gala every year in a bright orange Adidas tracksuit paired with a bowl cut like Vector. <laughs> every year he goes to the Met Gala in a yellow tracksuit. Every year. Every orange. Orange. So is it so... so- and the beginning of it just said he continues to be very successful. Yeah, except he loses his fashion sense. That's the only difference. No, I would not press the button. I because would. Because he could, you would? <laughs> he could still be, so like, like that's the, it's a central tenet of this, of this kind of thing, right? It's not really a would you rather, so you're not really picking right. one. If it was like, you know, pick one and either he falls off the face of the earth and nobody listens to his music anymore and his career is over or that, obviously I'd pick that. Okay. But 
I'm not, it, it's not tempting enough for me to brave the years and years of yellow tracks. You know, the think pieces that would be written to defend that decision. There'd be so many people that were trying to say like, they were he's trying, making some he's ironic like, try, statement. Yeah, he's making a statement. Yeah. He's like referencing this thing. Like people would try to defend it. And then it'd be like 10 years later and people would be like, what is this? I don't. Yeah. So I, I would say no. When Harry inevitably has a statement era, though, like, I don't think it's going to be this statement. But like, oh, yeah. when he has a statement era, will you defend him in that way? What do you mean by a statement era? Like, he has an aesthetic and it's not good. But it's like his thing that he's doing for a whole year. <laughs> oh, no. Will you defend him? <laughs> I, 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 I have to know what it is. That's like so hard. I pro- probably I would. I probably would if I'm being honest. I probably would. Okay. So, uh Harry becomes an A-list actor and wins tons of awards, except he never makes any more music. No. no? I'm not pressing that button. That's that's a good one, but I am here for his music over his acting. It's possible. I mean, I I don't think that this is the case, but like, let's say, you know, he makes a bunch of amazing movies and he's like an amazing actor. I think he was really good in Dunkirk. I have like absolutely no qualms with his performance at all, but I don't know enough about his acting yet to really buy into wanting that more than his music. You know what I mean? There's been actually discussions recently where I've, I've listened to a couple of, of, you know, cultural commentators talk about Harry. And there was this sense before I think Fine Line came out from a lot of people that Harry's celebrity and his persona and his fashion and everything else about him was like more interesting than his music. And I heard somebody say that recently too. And I was just mm. so like, I disagree with that so much. I yeah, think me too. like, I do think that his persona and his celebrity and his fashion and, you know, his videos and the visuals and like all that, I, I, I do agree that that's really, really interesting and that that's a huge part of who he is as an artist. But I, I wouldn't be a fan of his if I didn't like his music and I, if I didn't love his music. And that's what hooked me originally, right? Like after Lights Up, where I was like, oh, I really love this song. That's what got me there. Mm-hmm. So I would not give it up, even if he were a very successful actor. Yeah, me neither. I mean, like, that is an interesting take. It's I, I can only assume that the people who have had that take don't know that Adore You is Harry's song. How, how can you listen to Adore I know. You? I think some people just don't bother and they don't actually listen yeah. and they just say that because it like sounds true to them. But I, yeah, right. I was so, that take like kills me. It's like everybody has different musical tastes, obviously. But yeah, you're right. Adore You is like such a good song. How can you not like it? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was like, co- it was coasting all year. I mean, it never made it to number one, but it like had the longevity. I feel like a lot of people genuinely like, they do associate him with watermelon sugar because it got to number one and was played a lot during the summer. But Adore You, I feel like probably a lot of like the locals, they don't know that it's Harry's song and they probably mm. like it because it's really hard to not like Adore You. It's really good. Yeah. Um, I will say, I do like it, in regards to this question, I'm a big like movie person. Like, yeah. I, you, maybe you can tell that by me recommending movies at the end of each of these podcast episodes. I watch mm-hmm. a lot of movies. I'm big into like movie and entertainment news. It's like a big interest of mine. But um, Harry's a really good musician and he's an amazing musical performer. So I, I, I wouldn't want to give that up. Okay, so we'll do one more question of mine and then head over to yours. And I think that this one will be a, a brief question. Harry gets an amazing role in a remake of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, but he has to shave his head bald. Ah, oh. <laughs> uh, I'm just, it's so hard to picture him without 
oh. hair on his head. It's like very difficult. Like I'm trying to do it right now, and I, I just I'm sure he'd rock it. Like in reality, I think he looks amazing. Like he's never not pulled something off. So my instinct is to say yes, I'd press that button, and I think he'd rock it. But it's very difficult to picture him without hair. I feel like Harry would not do this. I feel like he's been working really hard to make it so that we don't picture him without hair. <laughs> if, if any, if, but in, if the, any... in the central tenet of the question, though, true, it happens. Yes, if it happens, mm, I think it would depend upon if there was confirmation that he would get the hair back if he shaved it. You know, of course he would. Like... <laughs> it's just shaved. They didn't laser hair removal his hair for the <laughs> temporary play that he's in for a couple months. Okay, I think that I would do this because, it, it, well, mm, I don't actually like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. If it was a different, I don't know very much about it. Yeah, if it was a different movie, then maybe. But with one flew over the cuckoo's nest, no. Okay, so what's your question for me? All right, so this is kind of like it's it's less of a funny one and more of like an a philosophical question, if you will. Would you press the button if it gave you the ability to experience all of Harry's subsequent eras? So you could hear the music, you can watch the videos, you can see the tour clips, but only for one month and then it would all go away. So you would like be able to experience all of it and then you would like come back to your normal life and with that knowledge of all of that or just continue on with your normal life having not pressed the button. But, like, if I press the button, do I eventually, in real life, get to experience those things, too? Or is it like that it's like an alternate universe now, and now there's no, it's not the same? (laughs) Yes, the things would still unfold in real time. Oh, my God. Yes, of course I would do that. So I get a sneak peek into everything amazing, (laughs) and I get it for an entire month, and then I also get to experience it in real life? Where's the but? This is the best (laughs) question ever. Because then I get to have all that information first, and I get to brag about having it to everyone. Buddy. But no one would believe you. <laughs> well, would you believe me if I said that I had that key? I mean, maybe, because you'd probably <laughs> be able to give me a really detailed breakdown of it. I would. I would tell you everything. I would do long write-ups. Probably, like, I would get that button taken away from me. Because <laughs> I would just, like, figure out how... I mean, Harry's are enterprising. If, if, if like, one Harry had that button, we would all have transcribed and, like, created the music. That's true. And a a month, that's a long time. We would have his entire discography and the future would be gone. He'd be like, oh shit, I can't write any of that music that I wanted to write now. (laughs) Oh wait, no, but then that ruins it because then he'd write different music and then that... And then you'd get two different things and you'd have all that music, but then there'd be new music. Oh my God. So that's even better. It's a whole philosophical thing. Well, Uh, in my, in the way that I imagined this hypothetical, I would not press it because- really. I want to experience everything in real time. It would be torturous for me to be able to listen to that music for a month and then never have it again until it comes out maybe 30 years down the line. And yeah, I wouldn't want to be spoiled because if you got all of that in one month and then you're never going to be surprised by anything that he does musically for the rest of your life. Like that, like it's not worth it to me. As much as I want right now to know so badly what the next few decades are going to look like for his career, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it that badly. I, yeah, I, I I would press the button on that. It seems amazing. Wow. But we can't all have taste, so. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, an unreleased song of Harry's is leaked online, but it's only 15 seconds long, and it sounds really crunchy like Jenny. Crunchy like what? Jenny. I guess that must be 
I don't know. I don't actually know what this person meant. If listener, like, uh, please tell us what this Jenny song is because I don't know. Huh? Yeah, maybe that is something that we don't understand. That I will Google after we stop recording and feel like an idiot. Yeah. But <laughs> but would you um, do this? An unreleased song, but it's only fifteen seconds long, and, and it sounds, sounds really crunchy. crunchy. Yeah. yeah, I would do it. Oh, me because too. Absolutely. It's like, uh, what's the down? Like you know. It, it would be kind of torturous to like have it sound crunchy but at the same time i'd rather have it than not i know it would be so fun and like if there was ever if it ever surfaced that would be so fun and also we would complain forever if it like never surfaced <laughs> yeah that's yeah. true okay so <laughs> harry gets on broadway but it's for a role in a musical adaptation of the avengers <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, oh I, I, I'm genuinely not sure what you would answer for this one. <laughs> you had to be honest, Key, would you do it? Would no, you? no. Really? I wouldn't because, because listen, superheroes on Broadway has a really bad history. <laughs> and if, if you are unaware of that, please look up the Spider-Man musical that happened. Uh, there was like a lot Spider-Man. of bad things that happened with that. And I just feel like it would be really bad. And, and unless the question, like, if the question was, like, and it's, like, a really good musical, but it's about the Avengers, I'd be like, yeah. But, like, there's no way that an Avengers adaptation <laughs> musical is good. So I would feel intensely embarrassed if that were to occur. And so I'm <laughs> saying no. As much as I, again, I'm, I love if Harry was on Broadway. I'd love to go see that. But if it's in an adaptation of the Avengers, I'm sorry. There's no way that's good. That, that, would, be a, that would be a rough move for his career, I think. <laughs> what about you? So, in okay, so well, first I would say absolutely not. But if he were in a musical adaptation of the Avengers, who do you think that he would be cast as? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Would you? Oh, would you want him as Loki? No, I don't think he no. has that energy. No. I, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I I don't think he could do it. Like, I don't think he fits well. <laughs> I think that that would not work, which is why I wouldn't press the button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would work. Uh, deeply cursed whoever sent that in. Uh, this this next one was sent in by the same person. Um, Harry gets confirmed for my policeman, but his opposite is played by Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> See, I don't think Chris Pratt's like a bad actor. I just don't. Oh, it, it, like there was a him. there was a sideways face next to the question for a reason. Like yeah. this person, we we know that Chris Pratt he, he is a member of a homophobic church, and yeah. he is. I think he's pretty much like confirmed Republican, right? Basically, he uh, listen. I love Parks and Rec just as much, if not much, much more than the next person. But I'm gonna have to say no. I would not press the button on Chris Pratt starring opposite Harry and my policeman. I would press the button. Oh my god! <laughs> I would press the button. I would. I would. I mean, like, listen. The discourse like, okay. that would ensue but from multiple is, fronts. He is hot, though. Like, I, I can't, I can't sit here as a gay and think I don't want Harry to kiss Chris Pratt. Like, of course, I want Harry to kiss I, Chris Pratt. I'm not into Chris Pratt in that really? way i'm sorry i'm not i'm not i'm wow. not about it and i don't wow. want it and i would we, not press that button 
we have a heterosexual on the line. Call Don't the police. Slander me like that. <laughs> yeah, we do have a heterosexual, Chris Pratt. <laughs> um, in that vein, another heterosexual, I came up with the exact same question, except with a different really? co-star. Are you ready? Harry is cast in my policeman, but the actor cast opposite him is our good friend, Liam Payne. <laughs> no! Press that no! Button? Ah! No, I, I don't want Liam in movies. No. Oh, God. Oh, God. At least I know Chris Pratt can act. Liam both ways pain. Cast oh. opposite Harry Styles in the film My Policeman. Would you do it? No, absolutely not. Would you do it? No, I wouldn't. As much as I would. I did like, I, I enjoy retroactively the chaotic energy of Harry and Liam together in those interviews back mm-hmm. like towards the end of One Direction. But I don't want that enough to put them through that and put, I don't want to be mean, but you know, I, I have like a weird like affection for Liam Payne for some reason, but um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have... want to put Harry through that. No, I have like, a weird <laughs> affection for him in a way that I hope that he and Harry stay out of the same room as much as possible. Yes. Like for the I rest agree. of all eternity. And I feel like <laughs> Harry agrees with me. I feel like if Liam was cast across him in My Policeman, he'd drop Harry- Harry would absolutely drop out. He doesn't yeah. want to spend that. He spent so much time in rooms with my policeman. That would be... With he Liam Payne? Down. Absolutely. No. <laughs> he's, he spent so much time with Liam Payne. Don't don't make him spend any more time with Liam Payne. Oh, God. No. Absolutely not. No. Uh, okay. So, Harry, for the rest of his career, only does small venues, but never does any TV appearances ever. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. I think I'd press it. Wait, he only does small venues? Only small venues. Uh, see, that's really hard because I am desperate to see Harry in a small venue, but yeah. I don't, like, that's a such a big decision to make for it to be only right. small venues forever. Only small venues forever. But would I, see, this is what's hard is, like, if I had a guaranteed ticket, I'd definitely right. do that. Right. But uh, that's hard. It is hard. I don't think I would press the button because, like, he's so famous. I wouldn't get into any of these small venues. I, you know, live in a big city, and he's done shows here in small venues that I haven't been able to get into, so. Yeah, I think I'd probably not press it for a similar reason, but I'm very tempted because I love, you know, seeing performers in small venues, and I I would kill for the opportunity to see him at a show like that, but... Ah, tragic. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of us are just going to be forever mourning, like us not getting to see live on tour, um, yeah, in the small venue. But all right, missed out, missed out. Oh well. Okay, so <laughs> would you press the button if Harry finally releases the studio version of Medicine, but it's part of a Sims Four expansion pack, and it's in Simlish. He also, from now on, only performs it live in Simlish. <laughs> this was a Tumblr anon that I got, and it was like so chaotic. Oh you my guys God. are literal geniuses. Whoever is big, massive, wrinkly brain came up with that. Oh my it's God! It's amazing. Okay, well, because I feel like this pulls apart the core issue of the studio version of medicine, which is. Like, part of the reason that people want medicine to have a studio version is because of the boys and the girls are in, I mess around with them. So it's asking, 
do you want a version of that song to have a studio version? And he sings live forever, but he doesn't sing it with that line. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's a good enough song. I want it anyway. Plus, it's like we so here's my thought process here. OK, we're never going to get a studio version of medicine. <laughs> he probably won't perform it again. Like it's possible he would perform it again. But I don't know. I kind of think maybe he won't. So I'm like, it's either no medicine ever again in my mind or, or this. Simlish medicine. And I take simlish <laughs> medicine. Like I take it. <laughs> If, we're, uh, if it's that or nothing, like, who knows? Like, maybe he'll perform Medicine Live again. But I, in in my brain, it's definitely not a guarantee. So I'd it's take it. It's not a guarantee. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like mm, there's there's too many contingencies here. Uh, I feel like I might take studio version of, of Medicine in Simlish, but only if it charts. Only if it charts. Only if it charts. It would. It would. Uh-huh. That's meme. The meme potential is so high on that mm-hmm. that it would chart. And he could do the video, and in the video would be Sims, and it'd be perfect. Oh, yes. And then people, like, having discourse about all sorts of <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it would be very funny. Yes, would do. Okay, so you get to style Harry in whatever you want for a magazine photo shoot, but you have to drink his pedicure water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who's twisted brain? I think I have an idea. I think yeah, we, I, we know who we know who said. I this think in. I know who said this in, and you, I we we have to we have to I have to acknowledge here that this is the least disgusting one. Oh this my person god! Sent this in. The least one. This is the least <laughs> disgusting one. <laughs> I get to style him in whatever I want. Right, but you have to. Okay, so pet <laughs> for the uninitiated. No. Pedicure water is like the water. Yeah. No. Oh my God. No. Harry Lambert will style him better than me anyway. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I, if I like really had a specific outfit that I like, don't get me wrong. (laughs) If Harry Lambert tomorrow was like style Harry Styles for a photo shoot, like obviously I would do it, but I enjoy Harry Lambert's work enough. I don't feel so strongly about my (laughs) desire to insert myself into that process. But again, again, at the same time, like then you'd meet Harry. But, but you drink know his that pedicure you, you water. Drinking his pedicure water. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we were like, we're gonna try and keep this podcast professional, and now we're talking about Harry's pedicure water. Um, uh, it was user submitted, and <laughs> I. Uh, the, it's really sad that I'm kind of wrestling with it, but in the end, I think probably no. Absolutely not. No from me. No. So, do you have a question left? I do. I have two left. Okay, so Harry releases an album that sounds really, really good. You love every song on it. It's produced really well. And it's the center of a whole era that lasts like three years in his career. Okay. But all of the songs are covers of, of already existing songs by other people. Oh, absolutely. You do that? Yeah, I love covers. I feel conflicted because I also love when Harry covers songs, but then that's like three years of his career dedicated to other people's music and not his own. And that's like hard for me. I'd always rather, like, even if the covers were really good, I'd always rather have his own music. So I I might not. I feel like it's something that he wouldn't do. But in the reality of this question, he doesn't. Okay, in the the reality of this question, hmm, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I want more Harry music. It just feels like so out there from what he would do that like it's hard to imagine him doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not it's not quite the level of outlandish where I'm like, LOL, but it's also like 
not quite in the realm of possibility either. You could do that like 40 years from now, I feel like. Oh, but, 40 years from now, that would be super hot. Yeah. Yeah. But like now, like in the next few years, I don't want that. And I'd rather have his own music. In 40 years, <laughs> would you listen to a whole Harry Styles album where he re-recorded One Direction songs? I would. I would listen yeah. to it for sure. I, that's not what I would want, ideally. But <laughs> if that he released it, of course, I'd listen and I'd appreciate it because sometimes I am listening to like perfect and I'm like, kind of wish that I wasn't just waiting for the next time that Harry no, <laughs> had I... the vocal in the song. Listen. Not to trash, don't come for me, it's fine. But that is kind of how I feel sometimes. I am yearning for the correct version of Olivia. And I just feel like it's one of his best songs that he's ever made. And maybe I partly feel that way because I know how incomplete it is. And that makes me like sad, you know? Yeah. Like I have like an attachment to like the whole story of Olivia. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. So yes, I think I would do that. But no, I don't think it would happen. Next question. What's your next one? All right. Long haired Harry makes... It's long-awaited return for HS4 era. Okay. But that would be the final appearance of Long-Haired Harry, never to be seen again. So you're guaranteed that for HS4, Harry has long hair, but it's also guaranteed that never again in his life will he ever have long hair. Would you do it? Absolutely. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, you know, I, I just feel like Harry's hair is, like, in its, like, healthy prime right now you know what i mean and i feel like if he were to have long hair now and never have it again this would be like the ideal era for like hs4 would be like the ideal time yeah i am torn because it's like i could be a total fool right this is the this is what makes this (laughs) one hard because let he could just never have long hair ever again and i I should say he might not we're big fans of long-haired Harry. Like, I think part of it's that we missed out on it and that we weren't here for it, so we, like, didn't mm-hmm. witness it, which is, like, what makes me hold it up high in my head is, like, I, right. I love his long hair. So I really want it, and at some point in his career, I hope he does it again, and I think he will. So that's what's kind of making me think no, because mm-hmm. I think he will have long hair at some point again, but I don't know. It's it's a gamble. I, <laughs> I just I... want to witness it once. Again is like a strong word, right? Because I mean, hopefully Harry will stay happy and healthy and have an extremely long career. Right. I am holding my knife out in front of him. Nobody had better hurt him. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. have that energy about it. So like again, like are we talking like if long hair Harry is again and we're gonna have to wait like forty years for it? I don't know. I would rather yeah. it be HS4. Like, when I'm young, too, you know, it would be, like, exciting. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. I think I would probably do it then. Yeah. I think I'd probably do it. Yeah. Okay. And we'd get one great era. I said HS4 because I want to witness it on tour, and I want to guarantee oh, that yes. we'd see it live. <laughs> yes, me too. Okay, so that wraps up our questions. Thank you so much to everybody who submitted. If your question's not here, thank you so much for submitting. Yeah, we might do it in another episode. We think if you guys enjoyed this, we might do it again. Yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for helping me just laugh through this week. Uh, yeah, it was great. So now we're off to do another shit post. 
And this one is user submitted, but the user is just me. So what I did, uh, as I stated earlier in the episode, was I designed a quiz for both Key and the listeners to play. So the way that we're going to go about this is that Key has the quiz up on their computer screen, and I have the quiz up on my computer screen. And I'm going to read the quiz questions out loud, although we're both seeing them. And then Key is going to give his answers and we will figure out the solution to the quiz. So play along at home. Yeah, play along at home. Again, we will have the link in the description to this quiz so you can have fun. Okay. And Key has not seen these questions before or the answers. So this is going to be a good time. Uh, (laughs) I'm excited to see. Okay entering his name so the personality quiz is which bad we blame harry styles opinion are you and the introduction is two guys with a podcast having bad opinions it's more likely than you'd think so revolutionary truly yes start quiz all right so key when did you become a harry so fine line promo era i was a harry when he was in one direction and it was painful (laughs) I was a directioner until his solo career, at which point I became a Harry. Live on tour era, I'm a directioner, not a Harry, or 2020 dead zone. <laughs> wow, dead zone. Um, mm-hmm. It would be fine line promo era for me. Yeah, I guess there's some room in between here, but answer with mm-hmm. the one that's closest here. <laughs> yes, yes. So question two of eight. I just had so much fun coming up with these scenarios. Listeners, I hope that you enjoy hearing this as much as I enjoyed making it. I put too much effort into this quiz. but Thank you for making uh, it. Yeah. So question two of eight. A prominent music journalist tweets that he is doing a profile of Harry for Harry Styles 3. What is the first thing you do upon learning this news? Reply yes, bestie, to all his tweets to see if he'll pay attention to you. <laughs> DM the journalist to ask him questions about what Harry smelled like. Uh, (laughs) search Twitter with a journalist at plus problematic words to figure out whether to hate him. No. Uh, (laughs) Worried that he'll try to pressure Harry into coming out. Uh, spread the news to all your friends on every platform with uncomplicated joy or (laughs) complain that the journalist is liking happy tweets from conspiracy theorists. (laughs) Uh, Um, multiple of these is likely to be true for me. <laughs> Which one is the most likely? What's the, the first thing? The ones here at the end are all kind of things that <laughs> strike gold <laughs> for my own personal experience of Harry interviews. I probably, though, in reality, would spread the news to all my friends on every platform with uncomplicated joy. Okay. So, question three. Do you plan on being horny for Jack in Don't Worry, <laughs> Darling? <laughs> So the options are, yes, I have been waiting for Harry to play a villain so I could be horny for it. Maybe it depends on how evil he is. If he's too evil, I won't like it. Maybe it depends upon how evil he is. If he's too nice, I won't like it. Mm. Yes, I think Harry is hot even when he plays villains. No, being horny for villains is bad. No, being horny for villains is bad. And I've been complaining about it publicly. (laughs) Wow. Um, there's there's a little bit of nuance in reality to my answer to this, this question. But overall, I would say, yes, I think Harry is hot even when he plays villains. Okay. Or is it, yes, I've been waiting for Harry to play a villain. So I too late. Too it. late. 
too yeah, late. I'm going with number four. I'm going with number four, my first instinct. Okay. You can always retake the quiz. Okay. So, We Blame Harry Styles is a podcast that aims to avoid prying into Harry's personal life as much as possible. What spicy topics do you yearn for our opinions on anyway? Oh Asterisk, we will never talk about these. Stay yearning. So, the answers are uh, gay rumors with non-1D guys in Harry's life. Oh. One Direction shipping. Harry's relationship with Taylor Swift, Harry's relationship with Olivia Wilde, Harry's relationships with other women. It's pretty spicy of you to ask this. <laughs> um, uh, what spicy topics do you yearn for? Well, I know our opinions on these things. <laughs> and the listeners will never know. Um, oh, God, what do I say? This is a very hard question as a host, knowing what all of my opinions are. So it's less enticing for me because I am aware of all of my opinions on all of the above. But um, Here, I here's would, my thing. Here's my yeah. thing. I will answer for Key knowing the answer that he probably would choose. And you guys aren't going to know the answer because we're not going to share it with you. <laughs> wow. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later about which option you chose for me. I'm curious now, but. Uh, okay, so what spicy topics do you hear? All right, so now that the mystery question is out of the way, Harry gives you the keys to his London home and tells you that for one day you're allowed to raid it and leave with whatever you can carry in your hands in one trip. <laughs> what do you What do you steal? One of his credit cards, one of his instruments, e.g. a nice guitar, his tour clothes, his car, <laughs> holding the steering wheel. <laughs> Cats is carrying it. I was getting deep into the quiz at this point in time, so I was just like cracking myself up. Some of his gay art or his regular clothes. Oh my god! So holding the steering wheel counts as carrying it. So I don't get his car. (laughs) No, you would get his car. You would. My god! You know what? But his tour clothes are so valuable anyway. I'm going with tour clothes. You're going with tour clothes. Okay, absolutely. So you're gonna get them and then sell them. Some, but I keep my favorites. Okay. Well, you you can only take what you can carry, though. So, like, if you go in... Okay, yeah. I already chose it. Okay. No looking back. Okay. There's an alternate universe where Harry left One Direction early into their last tour and Zayn stayed touring. Six years on, what is your opinion of alternate universe (laughs) Harry's decision to leave? Uh, So, I become a post-One Direction fan and give the finger to One Direction constantly. I am overjoyed that he leaves early and give the finger to One Direction as I jump ship. I condemn it, resent him, and never become a Harry. I resent him at first, but then a few years later, I get over it and become a Harry. I become a post-One Direction fan, and I think the drama over him leaving is overblown. I become a post-One Direction fan, but I judge him for leaving. See, a lot of this is like geared towards people who are invested in the band One Direction, which I am not. So my answer, I feel like, is pretty clear, which is that I become a post-1D fan and I think the drama about him leaving is overblown because I, okay. I yeah, I, I I mean, I, like, you know, mm-hmm. I guess we'd okay. have maybe one more album from him, so that excites me, but mm-hmm. I feel neutral about all the rest except, sorry for Zane. No giving the finger to One Direction constantly. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> this next one. This is, I didn't expect this to be our spicy episode. Which lyric from Liam Payne's bisexual masterpiece? <laughs> Both ways. Do you, as a queer person, find oddly resonant? 
Oh my god. So the lines are No, no. I don't discriminate. I'm so sorry. Uh like that you're different. Yeah, do what you want. I won't judge. I won't judge. Let's celebrate like oh my gosh. She said we're young and we're stupid. My girl, she like it both ways. Key, what resonates with you as a queer person, as a bisexual? I it's gotta be Option one, no, no, I don't discriminate. discriminate. But this really does show off the lyrical skills of (laughs) Mr. Liam Payne on the masterpiece that is this song. I mean, I don't even think he wrote it, but I, it's, what, what a question. Mm -hmm. What a question. Okay. Finally, the year is 2020X and Love on Tour is finally occurring. During the concert, you meet the hottest person you've ever met. You have an incredible white one night stand with them. The next morning, they reveal to you that they've been a Larry conspiracy theorist no! for five years. <laughs> for five years. How do you no! go about ghosting them? So I lie that I have to be somewhere no! and leave without giving them contact information. No! I, I confront them about being a conspiracy theorist and leave angry. Oh I give God. them a fake number before I leave their home and feel bad about it. I date them for a long time without letting them know it bothers me and it's a mistake. We meet up for a few more times to bang before I ghost them. Or I convert to being a conspiracy theorist if they were hot enough. Oh my god. (laughs) The hottest person you've ever met. The hottest person you've ever met. Oh my god. Wow. You you like really click with them and then don't find out till the next day that they're a conspiracy theorist. And they've been one for five years. In reality, I would choose number one. I lie that I have to be somewhere and leave without giving them contact information. It is what I would okay. do. Okay. Um, I got to say, though, a lot of these are, oh, I give them a fake number before I leave their home and feel bad about it. Hmm. No, you know, I might do that. All right. Yeah, I think you I do, do that. that. I think okay. I do number three. But yeah, some of these, wow, man, that question. <laughs> Ouch. I spent, I spent a long time on this quiz. <laughs> it's been too long. Okay. So your results, okay, so you your result for the bad We Blame Harry Styles opinion is genuine excitement over Harry joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So That's uh, my opinion. That's so yes, good. Is. That okay. works out. So your toxic trait is loving the monoculture. In 2012, you bought a big Avengers popcorn bucket and you still eat out of it when you watch A24 films because oh it's God. not – because it's not that you can't appreciate high culture, you are gay after all. It just goes down a little smoother when paired with some junk food. You were never into One Direction because you spent your teens in a similar size fandom that was equally uncool. Uh, somewhere buried deep in your lizard brain, you are still Tumblr poisoned. Hey, at least it wasn't 4chan or you might have turned out way worse. Oh my God. That is so accurate. You did so well. That is the exact result I should have gotten. Thank wow. you. Thank you. A, an impeccably made quiz, if Thank I you. if I do say so. So that is very that is a very impressive result, I must say. <laughs> All, All right, right listeners, so. if you want to know what result you got, please at us on Twitter at HarryStylesPod. Yes. Let us know what you got. I'm curious. Yeah, please. Yeah, we would love and to, to know. see the other very funny results of the quiz if you mm-hmm. choose different options. Okay, so. We are closing out the main segment now, and I know that we typically go to a segment called Must Get Rid of Toxic Community, where we drag annoying 
hate comments that we see on the internet. But this week, people weren't being worse than usual. I couldn't <laughs> find anything that was spectacularly bad. Good so, job, internet. Uh, good job, internet. You weren't as bad as you could have been. And uh, hopefully that you will continue to be this way. We would love that. So, all right. So to close out, we usually do recommendations. Uh, this week, Key and I both really want to recommend Zane's album. Yeah, Zane put out an album called Nobody Is Listening. And I have to say, I, like, as listeners would know, if they listened to some of our previous episodes, was never really a fan of One Direction. Um, I didn't like, pay much attention to it. Um, I, I was like, you know, since being a Harry fan have been aware, of course, you know, that Zane's voice is amazing. So I've always known that, that like his vocals are impeccable, um, that he has an amazing voice. And I always loved Pillow Talk. Like I had a minimum wage job in 2016 mm-hmm. <laughs> where they played the top 40 radio. So I've heard it a million times and I always really liked it. So I don't know why I didn't check out his other music before this week, but what kind of happened was, right, so, you know, Zane announced nobody's listening, and I was like, oh, that's kind of exciting, and as I've said before on this podcast, too, I love when everybody's into the same thing at once, I kind of thought, oh, probably a lot of people will be talking about it, I'll listen to some of Zane's music to kind of prep for it, so I listened to Mind of Mine this week, also really liked it, so it was my first time listening to it, um, really briefly, I I will say the beginning of the album, so Pillow Talk into It's You, like, mind-blowing like it's you so good um so yeah so that was kind of my context coming into nobody's listening is having just heard mind of mine haven't listened to icarus falls i've maybe heard a couple songs off it but like you know haven't heard it as an album um coming into coming into this one yeah i had a bit of a different zane journey or zerny i think (laughs) with a capital z i had listened to zane's albums uh mind of mind and icarus falls i think early into the pandemic i was like listening to him and i'm pretty sure that i must have just like not been in a good mood due to like the global pandemic (laughs) and so i had rated icarus falls much higher than mind of mine and he had been like why though like what and so (laughs) i mean it's really good like mind of mine is really good uh, I, I, what happened was like back when Pillow Talk was released, I was just like not a huge fan of it. I still like I personally I hate me for the sake if you want. I don't think it's that strong of a song, but it does work in context of the uh, album. That's your quiz of for bad. We blame Harry Styles' opinion. Listen, I spent already like three hours on that quiz. <laughs> it is the way that it is. But yeah, no, I got a new appreciation for it because I. Because Key and I were basically listening to it at like the same time or like on the same day or something. And yeah. I was like, Key, I'm going to re-listen to this and then share my opinions. And then I came back to Key and I was like, um, so I think that my opinion on Mind of Mind was wrong. Like, <laughs> I think I had the wrong opinion like for a while on Mind of Mind. Yeah, no, it's very, very good. And I feel like with Icarus Falls, like you can look at Mind of Mind and be like, Oh, kind of something happened with Icarus Falls. So that does bum me yeah. out about that album. Um, but this album is just like so good. Yeah, I've I've been really enjoying it. I think like, so something that I wanted to bring up here too is like, again, this is like at the end of every podcast, if you haven't listened to us before, you know, we, we talk about some media that we've been liking during the week. Maybe we recommend something, say what we've been enjoy, enjoying. So that's kind of what we're doing now about Zane's album. And I wanted to talk about it because, you know, it's been something I've been really enjoying the last couple of days. Um, and it's been exciting to me to kind of discover 
new music. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, like we have a podcast about a musician. We love music. We love talking about music. Um, and so I wanted to do that here. But also I, I find that like there's varying attitudes that, that Harry fans can have about One Direction and, and the former One Direction members. And, you know, everybody can feel their own way about it. And I, and I don't, you know, have any particular opinion on how others feel about it. But kind of where I'm sitting is like, you know, I, I think it's kind of cool that being a fan of Harry has introduced me to these other artists that maybe I wouldn't normally have checked out normally. Um, some of their, you know, videos and, and visuals and music doesn't appeal to me and some of theirs does. And so um, it's been cool to kind of look into Zayn's discography this past week and to review it in that way and, and to have that lead in kind of through this fandom. I mean, yeah, it, it definitely is a cool experience to have. I, I, I can't get that song about fucking on the windowsill out of my head. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I love. So, yeah. So let's get into our nobody okay. is listening opinion. Yeah, because I kind of okay. wanted to briefly be like, it's you is like an amazing song and, and it like blew me away. In yeah. So now that okay. my mind of my opinion, that's a really cold take because it yes. came out years ago is out of the way. <laughs> our yeah. hot takes on nobody's listening because that just came out. Um. Yeah. So so I what I really love. OK, so my favorite song on the album is Tightrope like by far it's my favorite song on it i think it's so beautiful i've listened to it like 15 times like today the day of recording like the album came out a couple days ago um i've listened to it so much i think it's so beautiful yeah i just think like when i listened to that song i was like wow it 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 is just like yeah super up there for me for some of my favorite music i've heard this year so love that song yeah it's hard like to say what my favorite song i'm like i'm probably like really really bad at ranking songs like because i feel like there's so many different types of a good song so like even when i look at an album like fine line for example like like people have asked me on twitter like what's your favorite song from fine line or like what's your favorite harry Styles song and it's like okay well i like this song when i'm feeling really sad and i like this song when i'm feeling really happy and i want to make out with somebody to this song like you know so i feel like i'm pretty good at picking favorites i didn't put that together before but yeah i have my favorite song off of fine line could say right now i got my favorite song off the Zane's album yeah it's because you have like a probably because you have like a very strong like sense of self it's not like i don't know who i am but like i feel like you have like a very like strong sense of like what your opinions are Hmm. and you like you like once you have them think about that yeah like once you have them you're like okay yeah i know what my opinion is so they don't tend to like, uh, not that you don't learn and grow, but like they don't tend to shift, I think, as much no. as some of mine where I'm just like, I yeah, feel I sometimes, I feel sometimes like I'm all over the place. I'm always like interrogating something differently. So I guess yeah. it's just maybe our personalities. Like for me saying something is my favorite song. It's like, well, it's my, my favorite song today. Yeah. So what emerges for you then is like your top, maybe few or, you know, what's your favorite one today? Or- vibes gets better with every listen and I don't know why there's just something about it it's just like keep on waiting and I just I I just like vibe to it like I'm just like wow apropos yeah but very apropos and I don't know why it's it's so funny because there's like some lines in that song where I'm like the song gets better every time that I listen to it and that line kind of gets worse but it's 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 like charming in that way like what line more uh, this could be more than mediocre I just feel like that line is so funny to me and like so (laughs) understated and it's like I but I love it like I just I I I don't know I love it Uh, I love unfuckwittable I think that like mm, yeah, I like that one too. I love a diss track. I'm kind of <laughs> trash for it, 
And it's just, it's a song that sounds good, but it's also just like, it's just spicy. And I, I love that, like, I love that it's very much a song where it's like, yeah, I know who I am. And like, this is the life that I like to live. And like the, I, I am perfectly happy, like person that I'm doing. And I feel great about the stuff that I'm making. I just think that that's cool. Um, I love, like I was saying earlier, I love windowsill. I just feel like having part of your hook being fucking on the windowsill <laughs> tickles me so much harry <laughs> harry say fuck on hs3 challenge i love how many times zane like says fuck in his songs and every time like in pillow talk when he says fuck it, he like uses it really well like he does we're earning He's... the explicit rating right here but he says it in like a way right. that like emotionally like hits you it, it, i yeah so love to hear harry say fuck <laughs> he doesn't just use fuck to be spicy like when he says fucking on the windowsill it hits like it yeah, really does. It, does it hits as a hook and the last track river road it, i love yeah it's just really good yeah i like river road i would say yeah my top three i'd probably put that third maybe it's fine with a couple others mm -hmm. but my number two track so tightrope is by far my favorite song on it um and then sweat would be my number two uh, it's been stuck in my head all day um i love it i love that 80s synth mm -hmm. kind of sound uh it's one of my favorite sounds in music and yeah i love it on that track and yeah those two are like like i like the rest of the album but those two like really are up there for me for some of my fave songs mm -hmm. that i've heard recently so yeah it's just it's just it's just good. I'm just over here gushing. I love him. I'm proud of him. Zane has, I've, I've, I've nursed a crush on him for a long time. And even when I was like, oh, I don't think I like mind of mine as much. Like even when I had my bad opinion, um, I, I, he was always like my, you know, my second, if I had to pick, he was always like my second favorite, you know, one direction member. And I've always mm -hmm. felt like, What's so interesting about him and Harry is I, I feel like Zayn like knows the kind of artist that he wants to be. Yeah. Like, he really wants to be a certain type of artist. And I feel like with this album, like the kind of music that he wants to make is only being perfected. You can see the growth mm -hmm. um, through his different albums. So, yeah, it's just really good. Yeah, I love the length of it. I think that's mm -hmm. like a growth point, like again i haven't listened to icarus falls and the reason i haven't is because it's so long that i just like it's so intimidating to even listen to it as an album so i love how short nobody's listening is i think the title is really clever i yeah i enjoyed it i've just been enjoying getting into it i it's been a while since i've like really you know mm -hmm. listened to an album and, and it's cool like i don't think if i hadn't you know become a harry styles fan and i wasn't immersed in the community online that was like talking about this when it happened i don't think i would have been exposed to this album so that's something that is really cool and that i am thankful for um and yeah i will say too that zane like i was watching like i said at the top of the show i think that i've been watching like best vocal compilations part of this i think is that i don't know if listeners can hear this and if this is your first episode you're listening to then you obviously can't but um my voice has kind of been dropping a little bit each subsequent week and when i sing i like traditionally anyway basically most of what i sing i sing in head voice and so i've kind of been losing it a little and like i'm hoping that it comes back like when my voice hits the place where it's like you know gonna resonate but um yeah so i've been watching zane and his amazing head voice and like he just his vo his vocals are insane like his his falsetto his head voice he has such control over it i'm so jealous of it i uh, <laughs> that that's been fun for me this week too and um yeah i've been enjoying the album so if you if you listeners uh want to give it a chance and you haven't yet um 
we would recommend and tell us your opinions. Let us know your fave tracks off of it, what you've been thinking about it. Um, It's been something that we've been enjoying this week. Yes, absolutely. All right. So do you want to head us out of here, Key? Sure. So you can contact us at weblameharrystyles at gmail.com. On Twitter and Tumblr, we can be found at harrystylespod. Um, Let us know what you think of the show. Another way to let us know what you think of the show is to rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And something you can do for us is recommend our show to someone that you think would enjoy it. Um, I think we've been seeing, you know, on social media, people have been recommending us and we appreciate that so much. And so that's a great way to get the word out. So if you think you know somebody who would enjoy a show all about Harry Styles and sometimes other things tangentially, uh, (laughs) then yeah, feel free to let them know. We'd appreciate that so much. Subscribe to us on your preferred podcast host to become notified of our next episode. Thank you for listening. We love you. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye, everyone.